Welcome to Round Guy the Podcast as we continue the candidate forum. Uh, Richland, Iowa City Council candidate uh, Bree Holmes is on the phone with us. She's a business owner in town. Welcome to the program, Bree. Thank you. So, Bree, uh, how, how long, when did you move to town and uh, why, why did you come here? Well, I moved here um, in 2008 from Cedar Rapids and wanted to raise my kids in a smaller community. And we fell in love with Richland and the community. Um, I worked at the Beehive Salon for about 10 years. And now I have the Magic Mirror Beauty and Barber Shop. Um, I'd have to say this community is like a family uh, to me. Um, if anyone is ever in need in our community, we all bond together to, to help out. Well, that's that's really good. So uh, what what personally do you bring to the table for the city of Richland and what would make you a good, good uh, candidate to face uh, our future problems? Well, um, when I am giving given information, um, I tend to ask a lot of questions before uh, making an educated decision. Um, I would like to see more done with our park um, than there is now. Um, and I really would like to see a council uh, for our community that could get things done and not get tabled um, and work together um, instead of against each other. Um, that's what I would like to see um, with, with our council, okay. just to like complete things. All right, well, we're going to go through a list of questions, uh, if I can remember them all, but uh, I know the first one was about the city clerk. Uh, we've struggled to keep a city clerk. Uh, what's your ideas on a, what kind of candidate are you looking for, and uh, uh, how can we create some stability? Well, um, we definitely would like to have somebody um, with, uh, you know, the experience with city clerk, but, you know, that's not a, a prerequisite. Um, I, I wish that we could keep the one now that we had because she's just she's just wonderful. Um, it usually takes maybe about uh, two to three years to really grasp the um, that job um to its full you know capacity to um and we need to find somebody that's in there for the long haul um i know that they put it on hold for a while so that uh, whoever makes the new council it's at the end of or at, you know the beginning of a new um election year so they wanted to make sure that whoever's going to be on the new council kind of had some, you know, insight on who they're going to hire. So uh, a lot of, uh, we've, we've talked about the uh, city water quite a bit, but I think what we didn't cover enough, uh, what that was brought up kind of later in the night was uh, about the city sewers. And uh, I did some checking on it there, like cast irons, do, uh, 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 sewers being put in or lines being put in. Uh, yeah, I think eighty percent of it's done. There's still twenty percent to do. Well, what do you see yeah. as a solution to the sewer problems that uh, some people in sections of town are having? Well, I 
I'm not so sure that it's a sewer problem. I know that it's a drainage problem. Um, I, I definitely, I live on the south end of town where when it rains, there's like a huge pond in our backyard and the street next to us is flooded. So, so there's definitely a drainage issue in uh, Richland. I know that it was built on a swamp, but there's now, you know, there's people living here. So we need to find a solution for that. And um, I'm, I think that it would be um, wise for us to look into solutions on finding things to drain a, a bit more efficiently. Okay. So I kind of skipped over the school, the the councils uh, in cooperation and conjunction with other councils and previous clerks who worked on this too. I want to give everybody credit and the mayor uh, that got the school taken down, which was mm -hmm. a long and yeah. decades long process, but uh it's down now. Uh, you know, we're informed that the lot that is now where the school was, the city seems to have possession of and is uh, unable to have anything put on it for three years. But, uh, you know, uh, where, where do you what do you see that being? A, how, how would that be useful for the city, that lot? Well, yeah, it does. It needs about three years to, for the ground to settle to build anything on that. But um, it definitely needs to whatever goes there. Um, I definitely feel like it needs to be something that brings the community together. Um, I know there's been all kinds of ideas thrown out there what they could do. But, you know, in three years time, it may be something else. But definitely needs to be something that brings the community together, whatever it may be. Okay. So I guess we do have a little more time. Let's, let's go ahead and talk about the water. Uh, are you satisfied with the quality of water that people are, are getting in town? Yeah, and... I don't, I don't, I never knew that the, if there was an issue with any of the quality of the water, um, you know, the I guess if I had to complain about anything, you know, coming from a salon, that I wish that there was more water pressure. But mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm not knowledgeable in that field, um, so um, yeah, I think it would be kind of nice if if we all kind of took a tour of the place. Any of the council members, anyways, took a tour and asked mm -hmm. questions, then maybe they would be more knowledgeable about that. But to uh, my understanding, I don't, I was not aware that there were any water problems at all. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm very satisfied with the quality of water and uh, I guess I have adequate water pressure. What I understand actually to get the town more water pressure, we need a bigger water tower. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah. uh, I really appreciate what you just said there about, I need to educate myself on the city water system. You know, I don't think every city council member, uh, has been on there really has always has a good understanding of each system, you know. Uh, so, you know, take take notice of the uh, how the garbage is picked up and what the guys that do that for our city have to go through and the cold yeah. and the wind and the rain. And uh, I knew the the trailer uh, that they use for recycling needs some repair, you know. And uh, so I hope that those are you know, but those are something that somebody that's looking around is going to see. You know. Yeah. And, you know, um, where I work, you know, I, I do have a good ear um, out there for the community and and um, it's kind of nice to hear, you know, what the community wants and and 
um, their insight on everything. So, you know, I could bring that to the table because I'm hearing it straight from them. So uh, when I talked to Andy uh, Nelson running for, for mayor and uh, David Bolster uh, brought this up about, uh, you know, improving the economic and uh, environment in Richland and uh, trying to bring more people to town. Uh, you're a business owner in town. How, how is the economic environment in town? And are you able to, to get enough customers and uh, make it work? Yes. I mean, uh, I feel like I have the best uh, customers out there. Um, I We do very well. Um, I think that uh, the town needs to keep supporting all of the businesses in town. Um, and I, I find that that very important. No, so that's excellent. So uh, we could talk about budget ex- ex- expenditures, you know, uh, we talked about places where, you know, the the expenditures have increased. Um, what do you? What is your uh, opinion on you know kind of holding the line on taxes and keeping the water bills you know affordable for people? Well, definitely, we're spoiled with um, the our water bills that we have now in comparison to the other smaller small towns around here, um, and we definitely. Definitely like that. Um, one thing that um, I hear a lot of people uh, expressing their concern with, and I agree, is having the lawyer there every single meeting and putting putting that money out there for that. I don't I don't find it necessary to have him there at every single meeting. You know, maybe quarterly, or you know, like Kathy said, to have him readily available for a phone call if we run into a situation. Um, maybe find um, some kind of way where you know the the city clerk is the hub of the of the whole city. I mean. She like maybe give the questions to the city clerk. She has like a timeline. Hey, just putting this out there. You have to have your questions to the lawyer in by Thursday at two o'clock by this date. And then maybe send all of those in an email to the lawyer. And then she has the answers back for them. Just something more structured, you know, that would be, you know, more cost effective. Yeah. uh, The city clerk is when someone steps into the office, they're the face of the city. And when they're on yep. the phone, they're the voice of the city, you know? So uh, really, I think uh, the city clerk, uh, having a good city clerk and a positive yes. uh, city clerk would do wonders for the town. Yep, absolutely. Agreed. So uh, you mentioned, uh, well, a lot of talk about things getting tabled a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of indicative of gridlock. Uh, I would say so. Uh, you 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 think you have some kind of uh, uh, talent for maybe breaking some gridlock or maybe to to break past these uh, all these tabled items. I I feel like so many times I I've been going to the city council meetings since 2019 because I wanted to educate myself with what was going in the city. In case, you know, I wanted to run for council someday. And then I had had that education behind me. And um, that's one thing I found was that things just kept getting tabled or, you know, kind of pushed aside. And 
things weren't getting done. And um, some of it, I, I felt like that it was unnecessary. I'm like, come on, you guys, you can think of some kind of compromise, you know, instead of being, you know, one side saying, oh, it should be this way. This side says, no, it should be this way. They, they need to like, you know, just come together and try to find something, a compromise, you know, for the best interest of the city within the law. That just it's, seems uh, it is, you know, it, it'd be nice if on the city level we could compromise because it just doesn't seem like any, any higher government than that. And you just, there's no compromise at all. It's all no. or nothing and everybody gets nothing. No, exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it. And when I say the city, I mean the community, you know. So, I mean, that's what it's all about is our community. Well, uh, this has been Round Guy the Podcast. We've been talking with Bree Holmes. She's a candidate for mayor of uh, or for city council. Uh, you got me all excited. I about upgraded you there. No, but she, she is a <laughs> candidate for uh, Richland, Iowa City Council. She would like uh, your consideration, and uh, we appreciate everybody that listened. It was a, a, a very lively and uh, uh, important discussion that we had with everybody. you got a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, I just wanted to thank everybody in our community, and um, I know that we have um, an upcoming um, trunk-or-treat and trick-or-treat weekend coming up here. And um, I look forward to seeing everybody. Well, that's terrific. Uh, thanks for everyone that listened to any of these episodes. Uh, here at Round Guy, the podcast, we're trying to cover things that other places don't have time to cover. And because uh, we want to, we have a commitment to the small towns of uh, Southeast Iowa to try and uh, give them the best information we can. I think we presented the voters of Richland, Iowa, with a very nice selection of, of caring candidates. Thank you very much. Thank you.